dialed in to Box and Brews, you might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks. And brews. Bucks and brews. And brews. Bucks and brews. Welcome back to Bucks and Brews. So uh, we're going to do a little bit different episode. We do these a few times a year. But we're going to do a mental health check because uh, we hate ourselves. Yeah. And uh, I think we need to have a little bit of a dump here. So we're probably not going to go ultra long tonight, maybe about an hour. Uh, Nick's got a lot of stuff to do. He leaves for Reno tomorrow. So he wants to get some family time in before he leaves. And uh, I'm not sure how much we or how long we want to talk about how much we hate ourselves. Right. So, uh, Nick, hit us with your normal beginning now. Yeah. So, uh, guys, as always, we appreciate you listening to us. If you wouldn't mind, like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Um, you know, we are very open uh, about our lives for the most part. And we're we're we came into this as two guys that drink beer and talk money. And we just want you to know that we're normal. And when, you know, when people say, hey, you put your pants on one leg at a time i mean really i stumbled to put my pants on but <laughs> say um you know it's just really you know we do these episodes because we care um you know i, I had anybody reach out to me tonight who's going through the identical fucking thing that i've gone through and go through periodically mm-hmm. and it's very hard for us <clears throat> what you know as business people i don't want to say as men aspect right but like as business people because i would assume you know i would assume you know you understand what your wife's doing in business so it's kind of a but i I would assume if a a woman is building a business aspect and she's not around as much you know the husband's gonna feel the same way hey i just don't see you and stuff like Mm -hmm. that um so sometimes you run into that right which leads leads me into um before we get going i guess I'll, i'll tell you guys uh I'm drinking some Bud Light tonight because it's a great beer, tried and true, always the blue. I drank that uh, exclusively Friday night. Probably had about eight to ten pitchers with Mike. <laughs> Let's say there you um, go. It did not turn either of us transgender. I'm kind of disappointed. There you go. Um, what do you got? Looks looks fun. It is fun. So I picked these up at Benny's in Chicago. I got some uh, Mountain Dew hard uh sodas uh i have a baja blast tonight which i have in the glass right now and it tastes delicious and then i have a code red and then if i get done with those and i want something you know beery i have a vanilla porter from breckenridge brewery so we'll we'll see if i get to that i may or may not since we're not going to be on super long tonight um you know i uh (laughs) you bring up the business thing and i I made the comment lately that uh i've entered the season where i'm single again yep because I have softball and she has work and I have my work and, uh, you know, I, I, I've hit on this a little bit, so I'm not coming into the business anymore. Um, things went down last year and they kind of reared again end of the year. And then again, a couple, three weeks ago, and I don't feel overly comfortable with the business. There's some people here that I do not get along with. Um, I don't really want to be around them. I told Dawn it, it's not a safe place for me right now, so I just won't be there. Right. Which hurts in a lot of ways because as much as she built this business, it was built on my back. Right. 
I mean, I was the main person here for the first six months because she still had to do shipped. She couldn't just take a salary because she took a small loan to open. Right. So there was no money really to pay her. So I worked here for free for the first six months we were open, and she didn't really start coming in until end of November, beginning of December. So it was really me. And to not feel like I can come in now, that that cuts pretty deep. Yeah, especially because it's, you know, your business. It right? is. It's like, my business as well. I, you know, I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this place. And uh, yeah. I, I unfortunately just, I don't feel, I haven't run financial projections in almost a month. Yeah. I just, I have no desire right now. I don't wear t-shirts from here right now. Really? I just, I'm, I'm, I've totally cut myself out. Yeah, I, I wore your uh, breaks a lot of yeah. shirt uh, just the other day. Um, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I'll, you know what? On air, right? I mean, this is who we are. I texted you today. Yeah. And uh, so I'm sitting. I'm, I'm sitting at one of my flips, inside by myself. I mean, the house is ninety percent of the ninety nine percent of the way done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I wrote to you, I was like, I hate myself and don't know why. And I was like, well, I guess I mean, I know why I just don't want to feel this way. Right. Right. Like, um, you know, I'm, I'm under, um, sorry to say I'm, I'm under some stress. Right. Um, things aren't going normal is what I will say. Right. It's, it's not as planned. Um, you know, I, you can tell yourself you know what you're doing and run it as long as possible, but you don't know how you're going to feel while doing it, if that makes any sense, right? Um, and f- to be honest with you know, people, it's it's the fact that, you know, I, I'm doing, I'm doing three flips currently, right? And I just have a shit ton of cash out there. And, and so you know, I told myself, Oh, Hey, this is going to, it's going to be business growth. It's, you know, I'm, I'm going to do really well in the end, but man, it's the journey. That's really tough. Right. And, yeah. and I'm, it's not that I'm not enjoying the part of the journey. It's that I'm stressed about the financial part of it. Right. Oh, <laughs> you know, like, um, you know, you watch a bank account go from a shit ton of money to what you told yourself was zero. And now you're like, Oh crap. Okay, it's it's you know now I'm two months away from the actual close into seeing money back, and it's like oh I'm I'm already at the the stress point right. So now I have to can I power through two more months? What what else can I do? How else can I make this happen? And you know I the ones that power through are the ones that succeed, right? Just shouldn't be that way for the rest of it. So um you know and and trust me, it takes a lot to text that out. <laughs> you know like as a guy, but one thing that we talk about on here is reach out, right? Always, always reach out because you know what? I mean, sometimes it takes that just to, just to say it, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we, we struggle as much as anybody else does. Cause this is, you know, I mean, we're real on this. So, yeah. you know, being guys, um, we don't necessarily do a good job of, of, showing all of our emotions where you know you and i especially we try to be strong we try to be strong for everyone around us and that 
it's exhausting yeah. to say the least. Well, and it's, you know, <laughs> say it's really hard. Um, and it's hard to admit some things sometimes, but um, you and I don't like to be vulnerable mm-hmm. because when we're vulnerable, we become complete assholes. We become like, just be- because we feel we have to attack. Right. Right. And, you know, I, you, you mentioned I'm going to Reno. Yep. Right. And people don't know that I actually have high anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like leading up and here I am and I'm just sitting here going, Oh my God, like I'm a big person. I know this. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, and I, it's funny because it's probably been about a year now that I've actually felt fat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like normally it's like, all right, Hey, you're a big dude. Like, yeah, but like I had so much confidence, man. I, I had so much confidence back younger, right? Younger me was just. Nobody would know your weight was an issue. Correct. Nobody, nobody would know my weight is an issue. Nobody right. would know. Right. Like, you know, I carry myself well, yep. I hold myself high. Um, Sure. You know, I dress in blue jeans and a t-shirt, but like Nick looks like he's just enjoying things and that's right. Normally it. And so, but now it's like, oh shit, if I get on this plane, like, and and you, a lot of it might be social media because like you see people like, oh hey, you know I got this guy next to me and he's taking up the could, fucking chair. Could any of it be what the story that I sent to you from the airport the other day? I didn't see it. I I had texted you, so I'm at the airport in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, and we're waiting to get on the plane, and it's like an hour until we board. Yeah. And they keep flashing you know, uh, along the display there that the plane is 49% full. Don't sit by anybody. Feel free to spread out. Yeah. And all of a sudden, one of the ticketing agents walks past and she stops in front of me and she goes, hi, sir. How are you? Fine. Uh, Are you able to sit in the seat with both arms down? Excuse me? Well, I mean, you know, you're a bigger guy. Are you able to sit? Have you flown with us before? Can you sit in the seat with both arms down? And Don looks at her and goes, he'll be fine. Wow. And she goes, oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure. And she walked away. And and Don sat there for two or three minutes without saying a word. And I looked at her, I'm like, the fuck? Dude, like, see that? Like, So, hang on. God, she gets up. She walks over to the counter. And the chick's hair is covering her name tag. And she goes, can you brush your hair across so that I can see your name tag? The lady goes, why? Don goes, because I said so. She does. And she goes, now what? She goes, nothing, thank you. Walked away. And I get a text with the lady's name. She goes, I'll be calling Southwest tomorrow and bitching and moaning because that's fucking bullshit. She could have taken you aside, but no, she has to sit there and do it in front of everybody. Mind you, I can sit in the chair with both arms down. It's just fucking uncomfortable. Right. But, and it didn't. It more caught me off guard than anything, yeah. but the fucking audacity of this woman. And if you didn't see that, I'm sorry. I just brought that up. Cause I know that's going to cause you even yeah, more anxiety like now. So much more dude. Like I'm so I'm sorry. I brought it up. Like I probably would just be like, give me my fucking money back for my ticket. I'm going to drive out and it'll take me 24 hours to get there. Yeah. Right. Like, Oh my God. No. <laughs> like, um, you know, and, and it's funny cause I don't change, but I do, right? Like when I don't want to, I put myself in a very, I try to be very outgoing Mm -hmm. and very polite to a lot of people during this time, right? Like, hey, hey, well, you know, because I just want people to know that I'm a decent fucking human being, right? Like I'm, I don't want to be publicly humiliated in this sense of things. So, and you know, like I'm looking at my flight chart and it's pretty full fucking flight, right? Like, which doesn't help you anymore. No, not at all. 
So, so I, I think you and I should bounce around between the shit that's bothering us because I don't know how in depth either of us want to get. Yeah. Um. So. My my big issue lately here is you know I had a falling out with a former player and it kind of went the way it went and yep. I was kind of a huge dickhead and I apologized but it wasn't received which is fine. Yep. Just because you apologize doesn't mean people are going to accept it. It's true. And, and and that's perfectly fine. You don't have to. Um. And unfortunately, people keep bringing her around, and for me, that's an issue because. We're not in a good place, right? And we probably never will be. And a lot of that is my fault. Yep. But I'm not going to live in the world where I have to be an asshole all of the fucking time. I already live in a world where I'm an asshole most of the time. Yep. But I'm not going to be an asshole all the time. So I have said in no uncertain terms, stop bringing this person around. I've told pretty much everyone. Mm -hmm. And they continue to do it. So the most recent time it happened, I flipped the fuck out. Yeah. Which, Nick, if you tell me not to do something and I continue to do it, how long is it going to take you to flip out? Not long. So I made it perfectly fucking clear four months ago. Don't ever do this again. And then here we are. Four months, right. So I flipped the fuck out because that's what I do. I'm really upset with your fucking story. I want you to know that. Why? Because now I literally am just I am so anxious. Honestly, so sorry. I, I thought you had, so, I had sent you the text and you're like, well, that's kind of bullshit. Huh? Yeah. You obviously didn't read it very closely. I, I apparently. I'm very sorry that no, I, I brought okay. it back up. No, it's all right. I just, and like, that's dude, like that generally is no, one of my me. biggest fears. I, I don't. So, I don't fight Southwest because I want to make sure I'm next to my wife or my daughter so that I don't have this problem. You pick the spots, right? Well, and that's, you know, I'll, I'll pay the extra money because when we fly to Florida, like my wife's like, oh, you fit on the flight to Florida. I'm like, yeah, but I have my seven-year-old right next to me and I get to pick the seat where she goes. Like we pay the extra 13 bucks. So that way I know I have this room, mm -hmm. right? I can't, sure. Could I buy two seats? People listening would be like, oh, just buy two seats. I don't want to spend another $400. 780 okay. right well then don't go well lose weight okay if it was that fucking easy right? everybody would do it yeah you know and it's like stop me, drinking i looked at first class right i played in simple i looked at first yeah. class but it's it's a 1900 flight and i was mm -hmm. like I, I could just drive out and people are gonna be like, why don't you just drive out well i'm gonna have to get there you don't want to spend all that extra time driving right and you know it's yes i'm still cheap i'm still cheap right well you can't have both you're right i can't so that's why i deal with it it doesn't mean it doesn't cause you anxiety. Right. That's, that's exactly it, right? Like, mm -hmm. sure, do I know that there's ways to fix things? Yes. Am I willing to do it? Apparently not, right? Like, um, well, yeah, you know, I was I was working out, and I was losing a little bit of weight, and I burnt my fucking foot, so then I couldn't, I mean, I, like, I, I have no bandage on it, right? It's just absolutely horrible. So I, you know, I haven't worked out in about a month, and um it sucks right like you know because i i felt like i was on the right path and doing the right things and um you know i'm bowling and uh 1 30 today i'm sitting kind of like this at my table and my hand is absolutely in some fucking pain so i think uh like i have arthritis or tendonitis like flaring right now because it just kills along the pinky side yep. here and extremely in the palm and uh yeah so i'm just like so i texted my my best friend, I was like, hey, is your husband 
um, bringing his bowling balls. I just want to be very clear on what I'm going through right now. Like I'm not trying to screw around because you know, I'm not coming. You know, but like, yeah, that's just that's the hard part. Is is I I don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. You may or may not be able to throw well. Right. Well, I I mean, and I understand that it's my daughter Bolden High School. Yep. And in the afternoon and evening, she was one of the best bowlers in the area. Yeah. But in the morning, her hand swelled because of her arthritis. And she is lucky if she threw a 110. Yeah. I mean, that kept her from going to state. Her first two games at the state tournament or at the regional tournament, she bowled a 110 and a 128. And that kept her from going to state because yeah. she, she ended up 20 pins short. Yeah. You'll say, and it sucks. Right. So I mean, but, you know, and people would say, oh, well, then you wake up five hours earlier. Right. So that way it's not. And your body doesn't always work that way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with things here obviously and and one person in particular called me a child and a baby yeah and i'm not gonna say i'm not but at the same time the reason that this person called me a child and a baby are absolute bullshit yeah so again i don't deny what i am I might be acting like a child. I might be acting like a baby, but not for, for the fucking reasons you're saying right. that I'm acting like a child or a baby. I might be an asshole. I am an asshole, okay? But probably not for the reasons everybody thinks I'm an asshole, okay? I'm honest, but I'm fair. And at the end of the day, all I want is people to just be fucking fair. So, like, we had a, a parent yesterday bitching and moaning about everything we did. And I'm not going to say much about this parent other than the fact that they haven't been around enough to fucking know anything. Right. And if you've been around enough to know anything, which honestly, no parent we have ever will be because they're not fucking there. Um, maybe then you can have your opinion until that point comes. I'm not a part-time softball coach. I'm a fucking professional. Right. I poured my heart and soul into this game for 20 fucking years. I'm really good at what I do. Yeah. Sometimes I fuck up. I called three changeups in a row to a girl yesterday. She watched the first two go by and she hit the third one 220 fucking feet. Yeah. And Chris at the other end of the dugout, you can't call three changeups in a row. I'm like, I got cocky. She wasn't swinging. I'm like, fuck it. If she ain't going to swing, I'm going to keep calling it. Yep. The minute she hit the ball, I yelled out to Kendall. Hey, Kendall, that's on me. I fucked that up yep. because I did. I got cocky. Yep. That's my home run, not hers. Mine. Well, she she got you give somebody the ability to time it up three times in a row. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so. And they and this was a disciplined hitter. She's she knows you don't swing at a changeup until you have two strikes. Yep. But when you have two strikes, you have two options: hammer it or fall it off. And she hammered the shit out of that ball. Yep. Kudos to her. <laughs> I give her a standing ovation yep. because that was a great pitch. And she did exactly what she needed to do with it, 220 feet away. And you know what? That's on me. But I'm a professional at this. I've done this for 20 years. I know what I'm doing. Well, you know, and and we can go back to a different scenario when you and I coached, right? Because we don't give a shit about this. Um, You know, we have a a young girl who's causing issues, doing things. and uh, Her uncle's a piece of shit, by the way. Say, right? but you know, so then the parent requests a meeting. Oh, this is a different kid, but yeah. And so then yep. we uh we decide, hey, all right, we're going to 
we're, you know, we'll have this meeting. You're like, hey, the assistants are going to be there. The parents are going to be there. And so then the mom comes out and she's like, you know, my daughter plays basketball and volleyball. You know, well, it was volleyball and basketball. Yeah. I yeah. say so plays. And, and when she had a problem, the coach said, you know, or the, we, we sat and talked with the coach and yeah. did this. Okay. And then she plays volleyball and, you know, she's a problem. Then we, we sit in the coach and, you know, we, we do this. And with you guys, you know, you're just, you're doing this and right. You, you just sat there and I was like, wait, and I spoke and I was like, let me get this right. So she fucks up once, doesn't learn from it. Fucks up twice, doesn't learn from it. And you want me to give a third time. Not like, this isn't how this works, right? It sounds like you didn't do your job to convince your kid not to fuck up, right? This might be my favorite parent meeting ever because you were so much more calm than that. You said, listen, so she screwed up in volleyball and they called you and you didn't fix it. And then she screwed up in basketball and they called you and you still didn't fix it. So then she screws up here and we don't call you because that's not what we do. And you're mad because we didn't call you to fix it. And she goes, well, I don't like the way you're describing it. And you go, well, I don't like her attitude or yours. <laughs> Say, right. You know, <laughs> plain and simple is, is don't hold me to that accountability of holding your kids. hand. Like I'm, here I'm making the kid better. I'm doing mm-hmm. my job to the correct way. You're apparently not doing yours, right? And I, you know, I'm I'm not telling you how to raise your kid. All I'm telling you is I'm not going to support this, yeah. right? Like you're not going to bad talk. You're not going to skip practices and still be able to show up. You're not, you know, whatever the heck it was. I don't remember anymore. Um, yeah, I don't really remember either. You know, just we know it was bad attitude and bad everything, and you know, might have custom an umpire for all we know and yeah, i don't remember we just ain't tolerating it so but you know it was just i i looked at it and i said no this just this isn't how this works right again fair yep very it was fair. fair yep and uh you know so i i'll have an educated conversation but i'm not gonna sit here and, and play games right well i mean when when i look at stuff so like can we talk a little bit about the the facebook thing yeah, I, I was going, yeah, we'll get there. Because I want to talk about the Facebook thing. So I go I, out. I don't. <laughs> I go out Friday with my daughter and one of her best friends and Mike, who's on the show a lot. Yep. And we went down to Angels because we want to take Caitlin and get her a couple, you know, dances from some girls. And, and she had a blast. And while I'm down there, Mike and I drank, like I said, eight to ten pitchers of Bud Light. And we were really good until the last. 20 30 minutes yeah and then not not it was not good uh but anyways i'm getting text messages from nick in the middle of the night about a facebook post and i was so fucking confused yeah and i finally text back i'm like who is this and he's like well it's so and so and i'm like oh great so basically what happened is this guy thought nick was shitting on him and I'll read the, I'll read the, the post, right? Go ahead. Um, I set a personal record of $2,000 in legal cannabis sales. No, no. Read it verbatim. Yeah, I am. I set a personal record of 2K in legal cannabis oh, yep, sales yep. in a four-hour sales shift. Our dispensary turns two weeks old today. Stop by and pick up one of our house ounce for 55 doll hairs. D O L L space, yeah, hyphen, yeah, hyphen, 
hairs, right? So, and and by, and by every time I hear doll hairs, you think of uh, the Kevin James yes. Adam Sandler movie, yeah, yeah right? <laughs> right, and, and it's it's hilarious, to it me, is. right? Um, it's funny, yeah. And so, and he goes, "We love you, Grand Rapids. Thank you for letting me share this medicine with you." Um, and what did you do? I put the laughy emoji. Why? Because he said dollars, and it was funny, right? Yeah, I was like, "Well, dollars." <laughs> You seem to be, because you put the laughing emoji, the biggest piece of shit yeah. parasite in the fucking world. Yeah. Do you want to go over any of that? Yeah. So so the response was, and it just didn't, all it was was tagging me, right? And it said, you know, Nick Watkins, eat my ass. Here And then here's a spoon to help you, spoon emoji. And I said... I said, Derek, really? Cool. Okay, buddy. And he goes, lick my leftist pro-trans anti-landlord balls. I will outlive you in the end. Fear truth. Um, Hang on. Are you anti-trans? No. I didn't think so, because you and I have known each other a long time. Kind of weird. You put on the first Pride event in Hudsonville. In Hudsonville, yeah. Hudsonville, which is very, very Christian, conservative, yep. white. Yep. Um, I just wanted to clarify. Okay. Um, right. I've done probably more than what this kid has with his speech, right? Absolutely. Um, I, you know, it's funny because I said, because I care if you outlive me. Anyway, it reeks fucking It havoc. continued to go on just like that. Yeah. Uh, I said, funny, you're anti-landlord, but still rent. Because he used to rent and stuff like that. Oh. Uh, and I, he goes, I don't, I probably live with family because predator landlords like you have enjoyed fucking the system for single income professionals. Again, here's your spoon. Eat my ass back down. Just because you're a mountain doesn't mean you can bully people smarter than you. I haven't yet heard how he's smarter. I don't know. I didn't ask. I didn't get into that. I, I'm not I'm not gonna bust anybody for what they do because yeah. there are plenty of really smart people that have, you know, a sales job at things. Yeah, they don't want the stress and the anxiety. I, I was talking, I believe, to Christy earlier today, and I'm like, listen, it might have even been to you. If you're selling something, I think it was to it was you. Me. If you're selling something that everyone wants, it's not a brag. To say, I sold X number of dollars. So I use the analogy with you. If if I'm a salesperson, okay, mm -hmm. and let's say you could sell people, mm -hmm. and I could sell an 18-year-old blonde that would do anything you want, that would be the easiest sales in the world because every guy would line up and go, I need an 18-year-old blonde that will just say yes. Yeah, so it'd be like selling water in a desert. It would be. It would be like selling water in a desert. Yeah. He's selling legal cannabis, mm -hmm. which many people he doesn't own. Like. He doesn't own the store. No, he's just a salesperson there. Correct. I do not like cannabis. I don't have a problem with it, mm -hmm. but it stinks. Mm -hmm. I think it smells like shit, which makes it taste like shit. I don't want anybody smoking it near me. I don't want you to give me a fucking edible. My wife will take edibles for her pain. Mm -hmm. Have at it. I'm glad it helps. She's given me one before. It didn't do a damn thing for me. Sure. All it does is taste like shit. I'm not down. But there are people that are. Yep. And for those people, that's great. 
I'm glad it helps. But again, you're selling something that people want in an abundancy, not something that's hard to sell. You're not selling, you know, the sun in Egypt because they have plenty of that. They don't need any more. You know, you're not selling sand to a fucking desert. Right. Because they don't need any more fucking sand. They need water. Yep. And, and, you know, um, you know, say, and, and, but it it kept going and the amount way too long, the amount of whatever. You put up with, I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt again because that's just how I am today. And that was, you put up, you were drunk yeah, and put up with an obscene amount of bullshit before you actually engaged. Yeah. Your answers were, oh, that's cool. That's how you feel. Whatever. I'll remember that. Yep. And then it turned into, you know what? Fuck you, buddy. Show up to my fucking place. I'll kick you right the fuck off. Yep. <laughs> so, and, uh, you know, I, and I even told him, it was funny because, you know, one part of it I was like, I hope you screenshot this and you remember it because I'm not going to let this go. And, was, and you have screenshots of all of it. The whole entire thing. As do I. And, uh, you does, know. does that exist anymore? Oh, he, he deleted it by the, by the morning. Of course he did. Um, and it was funny. Cause like I told him, I was like, you know, the funny thing is, is my laugh emoji. I was like, all this started because my laugh emoji is because you said the word doll hairs. Yep. I was like, you didn't ask, you didn't do anything. I didn't, I was like, because you follow me and I really, you should, from what I do, you see, I support a lot of shit. Right. I mean, I, I even told him, I even called him out. I was like, it's funny because, you know, when you were wanting to go spread wildflowers throughout the fucking state or doing, whatever, yeah. hey, I'm going here. I literally donated to your fucking cause just so you can go spread fucking wildflowers. I was like, whenever you had something, I've always been there to fucking make sure that, you know, hey, I'm here for you. Right. And you're literally just going to be this guy. You're going to hate me because I'm a fucking landlord. Like, I said, so I, you know, it sparked a conversation with my wife and I, which mm-hmm. kind of needed to happen. But um you know i we talk about it on here right i try really hard it takes a lot for me to do to to charge more money right i set a price this is what i expect and i expected in the first right again i don't want your late money i don't want to take your late money i just want you to be on time i want you to say right um you have a late fee in there because you have to you know it goes back to the whole weight thing yeah (laughs) I want to fit in the seat. I, oh, you got to do this. Right. And sometimes shit happens. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yes. Is it in my control? Yes. But I couldn't just lose weight in two seconds to fit on this plane. Okay. It's not how it works. <laughs> so can I do something about it the next one? Sure. But, um, you know, so it's that type of thing that just gets to me and to just shit on me. And you, know, you were here and you, yeah. you might've heard half the conversation. Right. So I have friends that just moved into a rental. And yep. they're talking about certain things. And my wife's like, hey, what's the legal law? I said this. Here's how I would go about this. This, this. And then they're like, oh, the landlord hasn't done this. And I was like, no, like, because, you know what? I'm pro-landlord very much. But I'm also pro-making sure us landlords hold ourselves to this high accountability, right? Um, if, wa- if they do stupid shit, it makes a bad name for you. That's exactly it, right? That's how that's how people think the way this asshole thinks, yeah, right? exactly. And, and And I don't want that. Like, you know? I sure everybody knows I don't own fucking granite countertops in my place. Right. I also don't get 2000 bucks a month. Well, I mean, it's the same with coaching. I mean, I, I coached a guy who he was a coach and he's a fucking pedophile. Oh. And because he's a fucking pedophile, 
it gives coaches a bad fucking name. I'm not a pedophile. I don't touch my kids. Yeah. You know, they're they're kids. They're fucking kids. Yeah. You don't do that shit. Yep. And I told people when I was coaching his kid, I'm like, that guy's a fucking creep. You need to keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, no, he's good. No. Guess what? He was fucking a bunch of his players because he's a piece of shit. Yep. And he's in jail now for that because yeah. he's a piece of shit. Hey, um, you know, and, and yeah, please and say we do. We share a lot of we share a lot of our life with with you guys. And we, we know we know that this is getting out to the world. And, you know, we we want you to know that we're all going through. We all go through it. Well, and thank you, Cambodia, for listening to us, because we do get a decent amount of listeners in Cambodia. Yeah. What do you think? OK. Yeah. Actually, it's not great, but it's OK. Vanilla, huh? The vanilla part. I don't really taste much of the vanilla. That's weird because I get the roasted malts. I don't get. Is that okay? Is that what it was? Roasted yeah, roasted malts. malts. I guess. Like, man, I felt like there was like a chocolate aspect to it. Hey, do you know where? Do you know where where I was today? Where? I was eating fake chicken at contract testing. Here, twenty five bucks. Nice. Um, that's our financial part today. Was that today? Um, I did one today. Yeah. (laughs) Let's say we do. We do some. We do some stuff, and um, you can go test products and things like that. And this was fake chicken. It was spicy fake chicken. The first two were really good. Like I would eat it. The third one was all spice, no chicken. Ooh, I'm in. But um, you would have liked it. Yeah, and and so you know, sometimes you get things such as like beef jerky or Mm -hmm. um, a lot of chips, goldfish or and uh, crackers. Yep, and. it's just all random, you know, and, and so I'll, I'll run through it and it'll be like, yeah, hey, you can do it. And then it's like, hey, how much uh, frozen fish do you eat? Fish sticks. And I'm like, I ain't doing that one because it asks you, like, do you have any allergies? Do you have anything that you won't eat? And I'm like, no, no. I mean, because, again, 90, 99% is all stuff I'll eat. Right. It's, yeah, you know what? I'm not a fish guy. Yeah. Just, you know, so I just, uh, yep, I don't qualify for this test. I'm going to take myself right out of it. You want to know it's stupid? What's that? I fucking hate fish. Yeah. But I'll eat tuna fish. I'll eat tuna fish. I'll eat I'll eat some shrimp. Nope. But I'll eat a fucking McDonald's fish fillet. No. God, I man. love them. Really? I fucking hate fish, but I love a fish fillet. Yeah, I, I eat, fucking love it. When I say I eat tuna, what I really mean is I eat mayo and tuna and happens a, to be a little bit of tuna. <laughs> yeah, see, right? like, I mean. I get a lot of vegetables in my tuna because Don will put onion and celery and green pepper. No, time out. Uh, no, we should, we need to talk about your mental health because uh, is it the celery? Yeah, fact. It's it's you, fucking celery. You know what my psychos eat celery. You know what my aunt used to call celery. <laughs> my aunt that you loved. Yeah, she called it green hair. <laughs> I can see that because nobody should be eating that shit. I will eat um, the shit out of that in certain things. Nope, can't do it. Mm-mm. Put peanut butter on it too. I'll eat it that nope. way. Yep. Nope. Totally love it. Just not my thing. I, got, I can't figure out how to put my hand. Yeah, your arm is really nice. hurting. Yeah. And I just don't know where how to put it, where to put it, and what to do with it. So you know what helps with that? No, it helps with shoulder pain. I don't know what helps. It's close that. enough. Yeah. Let's <laughs> say. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, so like that and that that really because of how much I go out of my way to take care of people and to be a good fucking human being. Right. I, I practice what I preach most of the time. Right. Like I attempt to do that. So I've been learning a lot in therapy and, and I said this to my therapist, so my, according to my wife, therapy doesn't help me. Sure. 
And, you know, I talked to Angela and she goes, no, I, I don't believe that at all because you used to come here and you were angry. Everything made you angry. You're just angry all the time. Yeah. And she goes, and you haven't said angry a lot in the last couple of years. You just tell me how you're hurt. So I'm going to ask some leading questions here. Does, uh, does that room have a ice machine? No. No freezer? Freezer, yes. Does it have ice in it? I don't know. Oh, okay. We could check. I'm, I think I'm going to get an ice pack. Um, it might. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, leading questions. Um, did it hurt you? Right away? No, like, what happened? Did it hurt you? Like, are you sitting there going, yeah, fuck you, I'm pissed, or at, uh, underlying, is it hurtful? Yeah. So you're pissed, I get it. Yeah. Because pissed is safe. Yep. When we're pissed, that's a safe feeling for us because we get pissed a lot. Yep. But under that being pissed, you're hurt. Yeah. And and it's not like it was, I'm hurt because what he was saying was true. I'm hurt again because of how hard I feel I try, right? Because of the amount of times that you support, hey, Nick, it's not you. Hey, Nick, it's not you, right? Like you're not the problem. I, I, I don't know how many times I've said you're the anomaly, right? Because you're not the typical landlord. You're not the one doing this. You don't raise your I'm not big prices. Business. Yeah. You don't raise your prices a hundred percent year to year. Right. But a lot of places do, you know, they're looking at increases and they're like, well, I got 1100 for this last year, but going rates 22. So guess what? You pay $2,200 now. And people are like, well, I can't fucking afford that. Right. Whereas you're sitting there going, I really could use an extra 25 bucks out of you this, this month. Well, I, I sit there and it's not even just that it's, I look and I go, okay, my taxes went from, and this is just round figures. I went yeah. from 9,000 to $11,000. I was losing money and now I'm losing 2000 more. I can't afford that. Okay. Gas prices. My, my old gas prices were 900 a month. My new gas prices are 1100. So now I'm 2200. I'm going from, my my water bills, right? I've had anywhere from a thousand to three thousand, right? Um, and and so it's like, you know, here I am minus just four thousand dollars a month, mm -hmm. and I can't afford this. Otherwise, I I won't have a place for you to rent, right? right? Like, I didn't pay cash for it, and even if I did, I'd still have all these taxes and everything, right? So I I have to send it back to you, right? And here and, and you know what? So like, hey, I was fine with eating two thousand a month, but I can't. You know, now it's four thousand, so I'll still eat two thousand. How do I make that two thousand divided by the amount of places in the building, right? And the problem is, is the government, right? They're the ones that tax me. I didn't raise. You know, the government never raised my fucking taxes. If the water bill stayed consistent, if the gas stayed consistent, if everything stayed consistent, you know what? I mean, I'll be honest. I probably still would do five bucks. Mm -hmm. Um, five ten bucks, right? Something like that, because you know, hey, now I have the wear and tear on the toilet, and I have, you know, I, I probably got called for uh, something, you know, something, and I, I'm, I have those types of bills, right? And so, yes, am I afraid to admit that I would still raise it a little bit? But I mean, you know, dude, we yeah, but we're talking a little bit. We're talking a little bit of wear and yeah. tear. We had we had conversations of. We're not talking six hundred bucks a month. No, right, and and. The highest I've ever raised anybody, one person, right, is 50 bucks now, right? Which is fair. And it took... How many years? Two and a half, two, 
it took two years to actually raise that person. So I remember the last apartment I lived in was seven seventy five a month. Yeah, and they were raising us to eight hundred. Oh, we got a conversation about that. But and Don and I sat there and we're like, we can't fucking sign a lease for eight hundred dollars a month for another year. We just can't do it. So we went month to month for eight twenty five. We paid an extra twenty five dollars just so we could get out when we wanted. When you needed to. Right, and still, it for us it was not cost effective. I was making. 850 an hour she was making maybe nine and i was only working 30 hours a week so i mean i was making nothing right and she wasn't working a hell of a lot more maybe maybe 40 and had a couple of jobs so i mean we had no money right and looking at paying an extra 25 bucks a month it just wasn't cost effective for us and of course we prescribed to the it's easier to keep a tenant than to gain a tenant. So, I mean, at that point, we're like, hey, we're struggling. If you don't raise it, we're happy to stay. And they were like, well, fuck you. We're going to raise it. So yeah. it really doesn't matter. Again, big company. They were like, they didn't give a shit. Yep. And that's fine. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and it sounds really fucking weird because I have a tenant who has been late a few times, mm-hmm. right? And here, you kicked him out immediately, right? Here, here, here's some, here's some. I'm gonna pat Nick on the back, fucking stories, right? Um, and this usually is my first way that I deal with things. Okay, um, if you were late the first time, uh, it's thirty five dollars, and now, now actually I've raised it to fifty because I've also given days to be late. If that makes any sense, so, yeah. I've made it. You give a grace period. Yeah, and I didn't used to. Okay, so now. So let's say it's due on the first. You might give them to the sixth or seventh, maybe, I or give, the fifth I, I or whatever. The, yeah, the third or the fifth. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Depending. depending. And so it's just I'm getting better at being graceful. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. But you know, because it used to be like, hey, I just want my money and I want it on this date, and I don't, you know, like, not that I want it. Like, it's just I want. This is what I've offered you. This is when you should pay it, and I, because I. You know, if your credit card bill is due on the 27th, you owe it on the 27th. And if it's the 28th, you're fucking late. Like, that's just how it is. Like, I don't, you have, you have a 30 day grace period to get the money. You know what I'm saying? There's no grace in that aspect. Like, this is a due date. This is when it's due. That's how my brain works. That's how I pay all my bills. That's how I do my life. Right. And so I assume that that's what I'm going to hold everybody else to. Well, I've learned that that's not how you can treat everybody because America apparently needs to have their hand held. Fine. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Fine. I will give you three days so that way I'm not collecting. But anyway, so going into it, right? And honestly, even if you didn't tell me, even if you didn't tell me you're going to be late the first month, right? But I, you know, hey, I, the second comes around, let's just call it the fourth now, whatever. I don't have it. I text you. Hey, I'm just wondering what the heck rent is. Um, Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to pay you Friday. Okay. I will instantly respond with, hey, from from here on out, I just want to remind you that you need to let me know that you're going to be late so I can account for when the money is coming in, right? Because I still have to pay my bills and I have to figure mm-hmm. out what the money is. When and and I will then say, hey, just let you know, on Friday you owe me a late fee. So let's just say rent seven fifty, and let's say it's fifty bucks. The first time, and I've done this every time. The first time you're going to hand me eight hundred dollars, and. I usually carry cash, um, but normally people don't just pay me in $100 bills, right? Right. It's usually a mix of stuff. I, I literally take the entire thing of $50, 
and I hand it back to you. And uh, I mean, I could think about all of them, but the first time, right? Like most of my people are families and the one had his kid with him and stuff like that. But like, I, I just instantly go, hey, take this. I'm going to give this back to you. Take your family out to pizza. Consider it a gift for me. Thank you so much for being with me. But again, please just a reminder, if you're going to be late, just let make sure you let me know that it's going to be late so, mm-hmm. I, so I can do this. And I always give that first one back. Always. And I always make sure that I tell them they have to go spend it on something to enjoy because that's money they should have not had. You can go save it for the next one. So I guarantee I get paid, but like go enjoy yourself. No harm, no foul. I don't think any less of you. I don't think, you know, like this is what it is. God, you sound like such an asshole. Like that, that that's who I am right? On, right. Your, on your first one. Um, your second one, depending on if you followed my rules. Uh, so if you told me you're late, you're going to be late. Most of the time, I don't even, cause I, cause I can't tell you, I don't want to lie. Right. I don't ever intentionally lie. Um, I can't tell you if I've given them all back or whatever, but like, if it's back to back months, we'll figure but I, I just don't know. Um, normally if you, if you followed my rules and said, Hey, I'm going to be late. Can I pay you Friday? And it's, you know, just whatever. I'll just say, yep, no big deal. Just, just send me the the 750 and thanks for having to me on Friday. If you're late three times, I, from then on start collecting my, yep. my late fees. Um, right. And, unless it's just astronomical. Um, trust me, I've gotten to the point where I've had a person just not pay and I've still worked with them and said, Hey, tell you what, you know, you're struggling right now. How much do you have? Right. You know what we're going to do? I'm going to take, you're going to have this, you're going to get to it and you're going to pay me $50 extra month until we get this $800 paid off and I will, and, and you're, and you're going to pay me that. Okay. That's great. I have, I, I've kept a little bit and you're paying me an extra 50 bucks until this is paid off. Can, can I ask you a question as a landlord? Yeah. What percentage would you say are just deadbeats that don't give a shit? In my portfolio in, yeah. in general, in your portfolio, nothing currently. Okay. Have I had it? Yes. Okay. What percentage have you had in your portfolio the years you've done this? Uh, Percentage-wise, if I've had 100 tenants, two, maybe three. So two, maybe 3%. So let me ask you this, because you and I talk about this a lot. Do the people that you deal with just say, fuck you, I don't want to pay? Or... Do they want to pay and not necessarily have the means so at that time? My tenants are usually the, the latter, right? Correct. Now, when I managed, okay, if you ask me that percentage again, uh-huh. absolutely fucking insane. Um, What would you put that percentage on? 40. And 35. Let me ask you this. Is it because they, that is a big company and they give a shit less? they give a shit less about who they place. And did the tenants then give a shit less about the company because the company's a bigger company? No, not because it's a bigger company because it's just shitty humans. I mean, with your <laughs> people, a, a... with your people, they know they're dealing with an individual that has a family and is trying to work. Correct. But with the company you managed, it's just a faceless company. Correct. Who? The, who's the owner? I want to know who the owner is. Blah, blah, blah. I want to talk to the owner you don't get to right like they hired me so that way you have no idea who they are right right like i'm the asshole right so but like yeah. and, and when they look at you they're like well 
you're not the owner, so fuck off. I really don't give a shit if I pay. Well, in a company, in a company, if you think about it, right? So we go back to the late fee thing. Okay, so it is systematically just in there. Okay, so my system states check mark, check mark, check mark, not check mark. Okay, next day, no check mark, no. Gets a late fee, boom, it just instantly adds it. It doesn't take an emotional consideration. It doesn't take in the fact that anything of your life happens. It just says no check mark. Late fees instantly added, mm-hmm. right? There's no any part of a mental thought. Mm-hmm. It is a system. It is straight just said, this is what it is, right? You don't get that, right? I. So I've given other landlords money away. I'm going to tell you how. So we have a tenant who absolutely sucked. She just... She, she kind of was she wasn't great, um, but heat went out in her unit. We took care of it. My property, my maintenance guy that was on site down an hour away, was being a shitty human being, and so I talked to the girl and I was like, "Hey, it was actually an issue one floor below you. Would you mind bringing the space heaters down to her? Because boiler systems have its own valves. Two happen to just go out." kind of back to back right we fixed one and then the guys weren't there and so then the second one so she brought it down granted not a great tenant right mind you um and actually when she moved out just absolutely horrible um stuffed stuff into the walls oh nice yeah just like that bad but still right i talked to the owner and i was like hey can i have ten dollars he's like what i was like i'm gonna charge you ten dollars because i'm not gonna do it out of mine because it's not my tenant he goes for what I was like, I'm going to buy her a Big B coffee gift card. And he's like, why? And I was like, because she walked the stuff downstairs for us because our on-site manager wouldn't go get them. And so I want to give her a thank you for doing something for us. And he goes, fuck, all day, dude, all day. So I text the tenant and I was like, hey, what's your email? Blah, blah, blah. Why? And I was like, just, you know, I, I'm going to send you something. And she goes, okay, get her a $10 gift card. And I was like, hey, this is a $10 gift card. Thank you so much for bringing those heaters and making sure that another person was comfortable. And she goes, thank you. So like, right. She became a good, a decent tenant for that little bit of time. Right. But like during that time frame, but because that's who I am as a fucking person, right? People ask, and, and so that's why this guy, what he did hurts me so much. And you, you just said it, it hurts you. Very much. It doesn't necessarily make you mad. I mean, it makes you mad. I, I did. I was mad at the beginning, but, but like now I'm just like. It hurts you because right. you know, at the end of the day, that's not you. It's not. You know, going back to my shit, have I fucked up? I've absolutely fucked up. Did I do awful things? I absolutely did awful things. Am I a horrible person? I'm not a horrible person. Nope. Do I hate myself? Every fucking day. Every minute of every fucking day. Have I turned into an alcoholic? Absolutely. Why? You and I talked about this the other day. So I don't drink to excess because I have to. I do it because when I start drinking to excess, for a moment, I don't hate myself. Yeah. And I like not hating myself. So I drink a little more. And then I drink a little too much. And then I wake up the next morning and I fucking hate myself all over again. Because not only am I a horrible fucking person in my mind, but I drink to excess, which makes me a 10 times horrible person. I, I've, I've said for, I don't know, the last nine months to my wife, yeah, I'm an alcoholic. And she goes, I don't ever see you go to meetings. Right. And I'll never go to meetings because I'm not religious. Yep. I'm an atheist. 
I don't believe in God. And Alcoholics Anonymous is very Christian based. Is it really? It is. That ain't me. I will never go to fucking meetings, but it doesn't mean I'm not a fucking alcoholic. Right. And, you know, um, so I want to share this, right? This, these words came through and yeah. tell me how this, this hit you. Honestly, I was hitting you up earlier. I wanted to go get fucked up, but deep down inside, it does nothing to me. Right. Like um, that came, you know, that, I'm not going to share anything, but like, so that, we, we know that that's the right, the right answer, but like, you know, that for those little bit of time, you don't have to worry. You don't have that worry. Yes. No. If, if we're dealing financially, we have that worry after we're done drinking and right. the money, but like for a little bit, the little pain bit. doesn't hurt. It's not there. You're okay. Nope. People like you. Yep. Um, you're, you're a person that isn't fucking horrible. Nope. And then after the drink stop, you're just a horrible fucking human being again, and everybody hates you. Yep. And you know, for for you and I, that that's tough to take because we are both very empathetic people. Very empathetic people. And and we want we want people to be successful, and we want them to have a good life. And at the end of the day, we want to add to that. But sometimes we get hurt, and when we get hurt, watch the fuck out. Yep. Because when we get hurt, we're looking to hurt everyone around now. If you're in the vicinity, we're going to fucking hurt all of you. And that sucks. Yep. I mean, it, it sucks because that's not what we want. But we don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, we haven't learned any other way. I mean, you know, I've been going to therapy since my aunt died in the end of 2015. And yeah, I think I've made progress. But I still want to hurt everyone around me when I'm in pain. Right. And unfortunately, I'm in a lot of pain. Me too, physically. <laughs> physically, mentally, yeah. emotionally. No, I get it. And, um, you know, we we struggle with what we do and how we do it. And, you know, you know, looking at it, there's not, I, I know what I'm doing is a good business and it's a good thing, right? But mm -hmm. there's not, not part of me that says, hey, sell everything and I'll just live, I'll live comfortably right like yeah. you know we we <laughs> but then i think i would hate myself because yeah. i'm not doing something right. right like i can't hate myself so saturday mm -hmm. mike came up we watched the cubs game on the porch i had sent you a text i'm yeah. like hey what are you doing and then christy came down and she, you know she kind of hung out for a little bit with her, her son eli and then after she left mike's like hey i'm tired it's seventh inning i'm gonna go home i'm like cool I start bringing the stuff in and then Jim and Wendy came by. So I brought the stuff back out and we watched the end of the Cubs game and the, some of the White Sox game. Cause I was just putting baseball on at that point. And we talked for a while and, and then they left and a little bit after 10 Don gets home. Hey, you look like you had a really good day. A bunch of people you love. They came over, they saw you. You must be feeling great. Yeah, it was fine. But Everybody that came over, you absolutely loved. I mean, those are some of your best friends. You must have had a great day. It was fine. Yep. Well, what do you mean it was just fine? I mean, you know, you love seeing Jim and Wendy, and you love seeing Christy, and you absolutely loved the shit out of Mike. What do you mean it was just fine? I'm like, it was just fucking fine, okay? I really don't want to fucking talk about it anymore. Well, fine. I don't want to talk to you then. It's fine. 
because I'm not in a good headspace. No. And I really enjoyed seeing those people. But sleeping for the entire fucking day would have been just fine. Well, and I, I called you this week and right, I told you, I'm like, I'm I'm in bed, just laying here. I just don't want to go do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any drive. I don't have any ambition. I just, right, I'm content with curling up. And again, pre-COVID Nick was a social fucking butterfly you mm-hmm. couldn't keep me in my house i didn't know why i owned a house yeah. <laughs> right like i wanted to be gone 24 7 now i want to be home i you know nothing these things that bother me but it's like stuff i don't necessarily want to talk about mm-hmm. or i don't even know like because it's you can only talk about things so much right we can only talk about this mental health before it just people get tired of hearing about it right um you know, you just, hey, I'm not going to listen anymore. And those that are still sticking around, thank you. But, like, we understand that you can only listen to somebody bitch so much. So it's like my wife, you know, if I'm having a bad day or whatever, and I just sit there, what's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. All right, I guess I'll stop asking. What's wrong? It's like, man, like, what's, what's wrong is I don't feel good about myself. Well, why? I don't need you to sit here and toot my horn and tell me that, hey, I'm, you know, you and I talk about this. One of the biggest things with you and I, okay, I'm sitting here bitching about money. Mm-hmm. And if I told you how much money I had in my bank account, you would, 99% of a fucking America would laugh at my ass mm-hmm. and go, God, you're you're such a rich, entitled piece of shit, mm-hmm. right? But my comfort level of what I have, what me personally, like my wife, right? I told her I don't have money for this fucking trip. You have money, you just don't want to use it. You're absolutely right because this is like this is my zero. I'm literally at zero. I'm I'm what I would consider credit carding my future of my life if I borrow more of that money. And I don't do that, right? Like you and I were talking about my finances. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I gotta pay this huge ass fucking bill up by the end of October. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, listen, I, you know, last 18 months two years this is what i've used to pay for shit because i have to find ways and i go through that shit alone yep. because my wife doesn't want to know about it she doesn't care it, she does not have any vested interest in the household funds that's what i do and she feels she does enough other things that she can just ignore it and i'm not saying that's right or wrong i'm just saying that's what it is yep. so when I'm sitting there looking at this, I'm like, all right, how do I come up with, you know, X number of dollars, doll hairs, by the end of uh, by the end of October so that I'm not assessed any kind of uh, interest charge mm-hmm. on this big ass fucking bill. Yep. And of course, while I'm doing that, I owe my daughter $3,400. I owe my mother $3,800. I owe uh, medical $10,000 because... I've had to borrow money here and there because, you know, my wife makes X number of dollars and I make more than that, but it's still not enough to be where I need it to be. I I can't hit that sweet spot yet. And once I get some of this shit paid off, I'll be in the sweet spot, but I have to get it paid off. Now, is it insane that I've gone on three cruises in a year, a year and a half, almost two years? Maybe, (laughs) but I tried to die two years ago. Yeah. 
And I basically, well, I, I basically made the decision then that if I want to do something, I'm just going to fucking do it because I almost died and I didn't have a chance to do some things. Yep. So, but you're not, you're not spending money that you, you're not going into, I'm not going action. into that. You're not going into interest accruing debt. Right. I will have the money to pay it off before it's due. Right. It's just money's got to move around different places. It, right? it does. And, like, and unfortunately, I'm the one that deals with that alone. Yep. And, and it's hard. Like, Let's just call it just for shits and giggles. Okay. So if, if my, if I have $10,000 sitting there and I originally had 20 mm-hmm. and I went and bought stuff for my flips and done whatever, and now I'm officially at 10,000. Like, yes. Do I still have $10,000? Yes. But like that original 10 was just meant for this one specific purpose. Mm-hmm. The rest of it was like, Hey, I know that these things are going to happen. Blah, blah, or I made the choice to go spend this on this, mm-hmm. but this is meant for this. And now if I have to touch that, now I'm fucked, right? Like, and I don't want to get into that point. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's, yes, do I have the money? Sure, do I, but I don't want to, because it's intended for this purpose and this purpose only. And you right? want to use it for what you've intended it for, not necessarily what you have to use it for. Right. And do I know, you know, the funny thing is, is, okay, so like here, we'll walk it through and it's like, do I know that that money will come back once, you know, these things pay off? Yes. But I also thought it wouldn't go to this point, right? Mm-hmm. So it already, it already hit strike one. I don't want to get to strike two, right? Because what if this doesn't happen? What if this doesn't happen? You know, I don't want to get to any more than the first what if, right? And that's how I live my life, right? One, the first thing is called a warning. Everything else after that is called, called failure, right? Like, hey. I mean, you said, hey, I, I borrowed money from my daughter. I borrowed money from my mom, blah, blah. That's like absolute last resort. I mm-hmm. just got off the phone I was, before I walked into here talking with my wife. I was talking to a very good friend of mine who we used to talk every day. And I told him, I said, and Scott, like, absolutely. And it was funny. I said, you know, I was so stressed about money and I'm at this point of things. And I said, I talked to myself and I said, you know what? It's funny. I said, if I need to, if I absolutely need to, what can I do? I said, I guaranteed if I called Scott and said, Hey, I need 30,000 for two months until this place gets flipped. Could you just float me? Check would be in the fucking mail and it'd be there. Mm-hmm. Right. And I said, I've never had anybody who's just willing to do that for me just to make sure I'm okay. Right. And he goes in a fucking heartbeat. He goes, I'd never want that call. Guaranteed. It's fucking there. And I said, yep. And I, and I said, you know, the exact same is there. The difference is, right. I'm going to, I'm going to fly down to fucking help you physically do something. I'm not going to financially help you out. And he goes, I know. Right. He goes, you're there for this. You're, Mm -hmm. he called me about stuff. He owns properties up here or whatever. And he's from a different state. And he's like, dude, he knows, he goes, I I know if I need something, I literally can just call you and you'll make it happen. Yeah. You're not going to do it on a constant. I'm not going to take advantage I said, I never want you to call me, but if that's what has to happen, because, you know, it's funny. It's not funny. I say that because it's ironic. I just start using that word. We've known each other for very little time, but I already am the person who's taking over his entire real estate portfolio. Mm -hmm. If something happens, because he knows for a fact, I'll make sure his wife gets taken care of Mm -hmm. the correct way. Just as much as you like when I tried to die, what did I say to you? It's on me. right? I'm like, you have to take care of this stuff because they don't know what the fuck to do yeah and 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 like that's how much scott respects me in this time like that's how much i respect him mm-hmm. because 
and, and it's hard, right? Because it's vulnerability, right? I put myself in a vulnerable state of where I'm at in a financial sense. And I get that, but I don't want to be vulnerable. So that's why I'm beating myself up, mm-hmm. right? And again, if America knew how much money was there, they'd be just laughing, fucking joking, right? <laughs> but you have to remember, I was comfortable. I took myself out of comfortability. Well, and we, we've talked before because we had a, a, a listener question once that said, hey, I've heard it's better to invest your money instead of pay extra on your mortgage. No. And I said, absolutely, it's better. But you have to know what kind of investor you are. And for me, I'm the type of investor that I want to pay my mortgage off early. So when I'm in my 50s, I'm not sitting there going, oh, I have a mortgage pain. Because that's the one of the biggest bills I have. Yep. I want to be able to say, I don't have a mortgage payment. I can do whatever I want to do with this amount of money, no matter what that is, you know, invested or take a vacation, whatever. Yep. You have to know who you are as a person to know what you're comfortable with or not comfortable with. You've made some some decisions that have put you out of your comfortable, comfortable zone. Yep. So you're not in that zone anymore. You know, as well as I do in three months, you're probably right back there. Oh yeah. But we're not three months from now. We're right now where you're not comfortable. That's exactly it. And knowing that you'll be comfortable at some point isn't comfortable enough. I mean, sure. It lays that little bit of, that's why I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. It lays it out there, but it's not Mm -hmm. mentally helpful, right? Like, you know, I'm just not there, but like I, and I'm trying to tell myself, Hey, this is what we do. This is how we do it. Let's make it happen. Right. Um, no, I, and, and, I don't know. I'm, I I think too much. I overthink things. Right. I definitely, I analyze where I'm at, what I want to do. Right. And, you know, just like you, again, you can pay. And you know what, what people don't understand is, you know, with your daughter, right. To be clear, it's not like you went to her piggy bank and just stole her money. Right. Your daughter is 28. Yep. She just turned 28. Right. 28 years old. You funded most of her account in the first place. I did. And it's not like you're like, hey, that's my money. I'm taking it back. No, you said, hey, look, I can go get a loan for 3% or I can pay my daughter a 3% interest rate. So you're paying your daughter interest mm-hmm. and just saying, hey, would you like to make this loan to me? Or I could just go get it from a bank. And she's like, well, fuck, I'll make money. Okay, great. Like, seems like the smartest idea, right? Um, you have a daughter that's, I have a daughter that's seven. I don't take her money in any way, but I did take her money from her piggy bank and put it into a CD with her. Mm-hmm. Because she needs her handheld. Hey, you're going to make 4%. I want to make 4%. You're right. I want to make 60, but like, right. kid, the four is the max I can get you right now. Cause yeah, you know, that's what I got for you. Oh, okay. You know, and so she hates savings. It's funny. Cause like we do this and I have a kid who absolutely loves to fight me. Mm-hmm. I savings is so stupid. I should be able to put whatever I want in spending. You could, you could live an average life kid and do average things and be the average person. Or you can thank me later down the road and understand that what I'm doing is going to make you financially more successful. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and get into the that philosophy with the kids. I'm not going to be like, hey, do you know that 50% of marriages end because of money problems? Do you know that this happens? Like, hey, kid, I don't, I just want that to be one less problem. And you don't, you don't see it now, right? Because your one problem is you want every goddamn thing in the store mm-hmm. and you only got 20 bucks in this account. But you think if you had 40, 
you can buy everything. And it's not true. Cause guess what? We're, you're going to buy the $40 thing today. And tomorrow we'll go and you'd be like, Oh, I really want that thing. Like, see, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, you know, it's one of the things, especially when I'm arguing with people that, uh, I, I think is kind of lost on most generations. I'll say yeah. I, it was something I learned from George Carlin words matter. Yeah. And if I'm arguing with somebody, I, I choose my words very carefully because I don't want them to come back and bite me in the ass. Yeah. And unfortunately, many of the people that I argue with don't necessarily choose their words wisely. They just say things, you know, diarrhea of the mouth is, is real. Yep. But you and I are both the type of people that we watch what we say so that when somebody goes, well, you're an asshole because you said this, right? I chose to say that. Mm -hmm. And because I chose to say that you're right. I'm an asshole, mm -hmm. but I did it for a reason. And if you don't like it, maybe you should look in the mirror and ask yourself why I was an asshole to you. Right. And you know, that's, Everybody, and, and it's weird because we look at things and we go, hey, everybody has an opinion. Mm -hmm. You're entitled to your opinion. Absolutely. And you and I both actually believe in that. I think I'm a little bit, I think, honestly, it's weird because I'm, I used to be so much of a bigger hothead than you, right? Yeah. I mean, I just was, man. Like I, and now I think I analyze things a little bit more than you do before just jumping to it, right? Like, I can't say that. I don't want to say that. I. I would say I'm able to analyze your things and other people's things to look at, right? We talk about your, your one incident with yeah. the, the, the salt, the person that's not allowed around. Right. And I come back with, Hey, but you did these things and these mm -hmm. steps to do this, mm -hmm. right? Like you guys built a business based around this. Right. And so you have to think about that support aspect. You and Mike have both said to me, listen, you're hurt. That's cool. Yeah. But that doesn't mean this person cannot come to the business and be a paying customer. And I've said, I don't really give a fuck. I don't want them around my shit. I don't want them at my house. I don't want them at my business. Yep. And both of you have been steadfast in the, your business was created for a reason. It was created to help people. Right. And if this person is going through stuff, which it sounds like they are, then they should be allowed to use your business. Now, should they hang out for 30 fucking minutes afterwards, bullshitting with the fucking staff? No, they shouldn't, which was another issue. Right. Well, and, and, but then it goes to if they're going to, if they need it and it's an absolute, it's, you know, you guys aren't an emergency thing. You're a no. thing. Hey, we can build, book it. If that person knows and they're hitting up somebody else that able to contact. Great. Hey, David, is there a time you're not going to be here? Mm -hmm. Because I'd like to have this person who's going through mental issues be able to come. You're going to get pissed. Yeah, sure. Like, oh, that's going to anger me. But you know what? Thank you so much for asking. And you're right. I won't be here. I'll be at softball for this period of time. And I will not show up during this period of time. Yeah. Please make sure they're gone right after. Well, and I have relented to that. And and again, I, you and I both have, have said, if a phone call was made before the person came here, a whole different story. it would have been a much different story. Yep. But I hop on cameras and I see a person that I've asked not to be here bullshitting with two fucking employees in the safety room. And I'm like, all right. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm out. Well, now it's wasting your your hard-earned dollars because your employees aren't working. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's building 
income streams of you know hey this person is going to go build your thing yeah sure they paid once but they're not telling their friends they're not bringing in the right crowd they're not doing the thing like they've they've done nothing to benefit you except for one time for the one hour 35 minutes that they were allotted whatever it is like right good you've used what you've paid for now you're i'm done giving you anything more i'm not going to give you my people to talk to i'm not going to give you a shoulder to cry on i'm not going to give you that i will give you the tools you need to make you successful nothing more and that's how it should be. Well, and you know, not not to get too much into it, because again, this is entirely my fault. I I did I made this entire situation. Yeah. I made this entire situation because you know, at the end of the day, I was hurt. Yeah. You know, certain things didn't happen that I felt should have happened, and I was excluded from some things I didn't feel I should have been excluded from. Yep. And I reacted harshly because I was drunk. Now, if I was sober, would I have reacted harshly? Probably would have chose my words a little more wisely, but they still would have hurt. Yep. They would have absolutely fucking hurt yep. because I was hurt. Yep. And whether I'm sober or drunk, when I'm hurt, oh, if you're the cause it. of that, you're going to fucking hurt too. Yeah. And that's how we react to things, right? It is, unfortunately. And our wives are not about that. You should be the bigger person. You should, I wish yeah, you would do this. I, I can't, I can't do that. No, like, I don't, who gets to, how do you get to pick what is the bigger person, right? Like, I handled things and I felt life handled it my way. I hope that this person wises up. Right. Um, man, sorry. I, uh, oh, I don't know. I, I hope you guys understand that we're just like you. Yeah. Your situations might not be the exact same. You, if you're going through stuff again, please reach out. Um, we're here. We might not always be in the greatest mindset, but like, you know, today, today is a really fucked up day for me. And I'm not, I'm not being facetious when I had three friends reach out to me today, which is such an honor, such a blessing, right? But I also understand, like, I came on here because it's like, man, it's my turn to talk. And I don't, and I don't try to put, I will tell you, hey, I know how you're feeling. My one buddy's going through one of the exact fucking things I'm going through in my life, right? And it's something that we go through. We talked about that, right? Like when you're building a business, versus you know committing as much as you can to your family as people like we feel like we're doing this um and then i had another buddy who's like hey just wanted to check you know i I, they did you know they said some stuff to somebody kind of like what you did that they regret um because you know they're like hey i just had self-confidence issues and and i didn't feel loved by this person and i told them hey you're kind of making me feel like shit and they're like i you know i shouldn't have but still like Plain and simple is I've had, and I, I love that people know that they can come talk to me. Right. And no matter what I'm going through, I'm going to, I'm going to try my hardest to help you. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you take my phone call. I take your phone call. Just as much. And we're both just like, wow, fuck. Like, well, again, I, you know, you and Don aren't overly close, right? but when we had our little, you know, issue, she shocked me because she called you yeah. out of everybody. She called you. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? That was the wrong person to call. And she goes, I needed to talk to you and you refused to talk to me. Yeah. So the closest thing I could do is I could call Nick because at least he knows how you think. Yeah. Well, that was. And yeah. I went, man, that's, that's smart, actually. It, it's not a, you know, it's not a verbatim text, but basically that's what the text had kind of said. Hey, if you have a few minutes, if not, I understand. I just need to think the way, or I need to know how David would be thinking. And you're the closest I know to how David would think. 
And I'm like, oh, fuck, it sucks because I hate David. <laughs> uh, but, right, like, and so I, you know, and and it was great because, you know, I, I want to help, right? And mm-hmm. you got, you know this, like, I tell you this all the time. Every time you say some words that I don't agree with, I'm like, hey, I want you to think, and I want you to think about it real clearly, mm-hmm. and I want you to understand that this is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I, and I repeat it multiple times through our conversation, and I say, hey, you've, you've put this much effort in, you know, and by the end of it, yeah, yeah, but, but I'm just hurt right now. Yeah. Okay, great. So there's still an opportunity for things to change, and you're open to having that mindset mm-hmm. of a conversation and talk. Yep. Right. Because in the beginning, we started out as mm-hmm. fuck you. I'm not talking to you. Don't fucking talk to me. This isn't going to fucking happen. There's zero chances you're going to fucking keep knocking and ringing that doorbell. And I'm going to fucking get up. Now it's, you know, I might actually fucking crawl out of bed and, yeah. and yell through a door. Great. At least you fucking made an attempt. And the fact is, is, if you don't give it, and I tell this to all of my friends, and that's one of the things I carry myself to do. If you don't give it full effort, and give it all, then you can't quit, right? If you're not willing to put in every fucking drop an ounce of anything, you can't quit, right? <laughs> like, make sure you've made the right decision before you, you you know, just, just as much as the end of life, right? Like, if you're thinking about this, make sure you've considered every aspect of it. Make sure you've gone through and you said, is this the fucking number one thing? Or is it because of what you're going through for this one second? Has every day of your life, for the past X amount of years, whether you're 60, whether you're 10, whether you're whatever. And nobody, have you had that many bad days? Well, the past six months have fucking sucked. You're 10 years old, you're 12 years old, you're 20 years old. Guess what? So if six months have been bad, that means you've had nine and a half, 11 and a half, X amount and a half fucking years of days that are great. Well, not every day. You're absolutely right. But there's days that were good. And think about the fact of how to get back to the days that were good. Think about what made you happy during those. Well, it was this person. Was it that person or was it the things you did with that person? Mm-hmm. Was it the way that that person treated you? Find the person that treats you that way. It was not out there. You found it once, right? I mean, fuck. Like, everything is there. And I want you to understand that there's so much more to this life, right? I want you to get, like, I want you to make the most educated decision and that's fine, right? Like, if there's something that that you're so set on that you're going to well, talk about divorce, right? Me as a person, right? There's people who can get cheated on and still be with their significant other. Mm-hmm. It is like the utmost top thing. Disrespect, right? Like, there's zero coming back from this mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. right? There's zero, zero. And people might try to talk me out of it or whatever, right? But like, to me, that's the one thing I hold myself, no, never. Sure. Do I hit on other women? Yeah. Do I get hit on? Once in a blue moon, I still got it here and there. But I'm never going to cheat on my wife, right? My wife is never going to cheat on me because I've made it very, very clear. And that's not the only reason she's not cheating on me. Sometimes I think she likes me. But like, right? Like, that's that's the one. And No, we're not working it out. We're not anything. Straight up, it's done. It's game over. This isn't going to happen. And there's sometimes you can't talk people off that ledge. Mm-hmm. And I get that there's certain things that if it happened, you're not talking that person off the ledge. But if there's a glimpse of hope of anything, yeah, right? Make it happen. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I want to be with my wife because I love my wife. Yeah. There are days I don't like her. 
<laughs> I absolutely do love her. Yeah. And for me, I don't want to be disrespected. Yeah. That's that's huge for me. Huge. And I felt because I laid my conditions, yep. which is not at my house, not at my business. Yep. And she did the opposite. I saw that as disrespectful. I still do. Yeah. I see it as disrespectful. Yep. Now, did she not fully understand where I was coming from? Unfortunately, she did not fully understand where I was coming from. Yep. But she does now. <laughs> and but you know, and, and then you look at and when I make that point, it's jobs, right? If you're oh, I can't leave this job because I absolutely love the people and I love this and I love that. Okay. What's what's keeping you or why do you why did you have the inclination to leave in the first place? Well, this person treats me bad or I could make more money. Well, I want to do this because I care about the, the environment, but I know that this place is going to pay me more money. Do you, who do you want to be as a person? Are you, well, you know, I could really use the money, right? Then put in the full effort, put in the whole pros and cons of, Hey, if I leave, I have this, but if I stay, I have this. Do you want the people? Do you think that you can get, I mean, you built this relationship. You didn't know anybody you started to work with. Mm -hmm. Can you go get that at your new place? Well, I don't know. You never know until you try. Right. You know, like, but now you're going to have more money and you can try to build. I don't want to build new relationships. You didn't want to build relationships in the first one either. No. I'll tell you what. And I hope all my friends listen to this and hear this. That's one of the biggest things I give my wife shit about. Um, so I'm really good at making friends, uh, you know, and, and having people over doing whatever. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they, they're short stints of friendships. Sometimes they last for a lifetime. Um but, you know, I was like, hey, I want you to meet. And this, we were newly uh, somewhat married. I talking to one of my now really, really great friends. And uh, she's like, I was like, hey, you should go hang out with uh, Kim. And uh, I don't want to meet new friends. I don't have time for my friends that I have now. I'm like, I get that. But can you have too many friends? Right? Can you have too many people that you can constantly talk? To? And now, you know. Hey, what are you doing? It's Thursday night. Well, I'm hanging out with, uh, with Kim. <laughs> hey, I'm, you know, and it's, well, we both have kids. Oh, oh, so you guys have things in common? Oh, so you guys do actually get along? Oh, so, and all I really care about is, so I was right. <laughs> but like, so now my wife, she'll, she'll meet, hey, we, I want to go to this thing. And um, I think, I really think you'll like, we'll use the name, Kim, Kim's husband. And I, every time, every time I'm like, oh, I don't want to meet new friends. I don't have time for my friends I have now. She's like, you're such an asshole. And I was like, right? But I've changed your mind about meeting people. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, because you you never know who's going to be great. Well, you know, Dawn tells me all the time she doesn't have friends. I don't have any friends. Yeah. All right. But part of that's on her. Yeah. Because she has people that really do care about her. Very much. But she still kind of stays at an arm's length away. Yeah. I, I was talking to Christy and I, Christy's Dawn's friend. I mean, she's more my friend because she works with me, but she's also Dawn's friend. Yep. And uh, she goes, well, Dawn's friends with Courtney. Right. Why the fuck she called Nick? Why didn't she call Courtney? Because Courtney could give her the same damn insight. She's married to the same man. No. But at the same time, it's not like Dawn went to one of her friends. Right. She went to two of my friends, which, okay, I get why you did. But she's of the opinion that I go to my friends because they're going to tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. But do i tell you what you want to hear never never <laughs> i'm watching sports night the other day and you know how i love sports night. yeah and uh robert guillaume plays isaac jaffe and, and he's talking to one of his employees and he goes i'm a firm believer that if you're stupid 
surround yourself by smart people. And if you're smart, surround yourself by with smart people that disagree with you. Yep. And that's how I always approached coaching. Like I brought Chris as, in as an assistant, not really knowing who he was. Sure. I thought his name was Todd. Okay. But I knew that everybody told me that this guy could hit. And the day after I said, yeah, why don't you come give it a shot this summer? Let's see what you got. We went to a slow pitch tournament that my daughter was playing in with Dawn's work. Sure. And I, I mean, Caitlin's 16 at the time. And Chris, the first time he was up, hit a ball like 400 feet. And I went, that's my new hitting coach. I mean, that was over, right? right? And people came up to me and they're like, God, what a great hire. He's so good. And I remember him saying to me at one point, he's like, yeah, I offered to help up at Coopersville, but the coach up there, he didn't, he didn't want my help. And I'm like, right. He goes, I don't understand. I'm like, he's intimidated by you because you're good at what you do. Yeah. And he thinks that you're going to come in and steal his thunder. I, on the other hand, don't have an ego like that. Yeah. You're going to come in and you're going to make my hitters better. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly it. And I was happy with that because it makes me look smart. Mm-hmm. I hired a smart guy. That's really good at what he does. Now I look really fucking smart. Yep. And that's something I've always done. You didn't come in and agree with everything I did as a coach. Yeah. There were plenty of things we argued about. That kid you talked about earlier. Yeah. We get done with that conversation. I'm like, fuck it. Just let the kid play volleyball. I don't give a shit. And you and Mar both looked at me and said, no, fuck her. She did the wrong fucking thing. She can sit out the four weeks or whatever it is. Yep. That's on her. Yep. The only fucking reason that kid was made to sit out is because the two of you were like, no, fuck that. She did the wrong shit. She has to pay the crime. And I'm like, I just don't care anymore. And you're like, no. You're going to fucking hold her to it because if you don't, we're going to be up your ass. I say we're quitting. And and I was like, okay, but you need people around you like that because if you're not surrounding yourself with people that disagree with you Mm -hmm. and not just disagree with you, but disagree with you for a good reason, you're not making yourself any better at anything. You and I don't see eye to eye on money. That's fine. No, but we can have those conversations and go, all right. I wouldn't do this, but I see what you're going for, and this is a good idea. Or you shouldn't do that because that's a really bad idea. I mean, let's talk about that specifically. Yeah. You said it earlier. How many how many cruises have you gone on? I've gone on three in a year and a half. Okay. And I'm going to take credit for most of that, at least the first one. Yeah. Because we sat and had a conversation about, David, you need to listen to your wife when she speaks you need to understand that she needs this yeah and i get that you're because you're in the same boat that my nope we gotta earn we gotta save money we gotta do this david you're gonna be unhappy because your wife's unhappy Mm -hmm. and you don't see that no 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 we'll we'll get through it david doesn't matter if you get through it right why don't you why don't you just try it and if it doesn't work out we'll figure it out pow 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 fine we're fucking doing it that was the greatest fucking time in my goddamn life. What a fucking great time, man. All right, cool, man. Hey, we're going to another one. Hey, we're going to another one. Like, but like, plain and simple. I remember when you literally were so anti, anti. And it's funny because, like, I still see it now when you guys are like, oh, we're not going to go on all inclusives. And Courtney and I are very, and I don't give a shit if you go on all inclusive or not. I have, I have a great time on vacation. Again, as long as you're going on vacation, you're having a good time and you're not the David who's just a hermit fucking crab who's like, I got to work 900 hours a fucking week to make this fucking happen. I don't give a shit what you do. Plain and simple. Don't fuck. As long as you're 
happy. Yeah. Right. But when two people are unhappy and it could be fixed by 300 bucks, go be happy. Right. Right. Like, oh, well, we have this extra money over here. Great. You're not doing that, are you? Well, but it's already planned. Not anymore, is it? <laughs> like, you know, you're, you're, you're stupid. Whatever you had to do that was for one of you is no longer happening because you can do two of you for the same price. Okay. And it took, dude, it took forever to convince you to finally just go on vacation. I, I couldn't, I couldn't let myself enjoy that because I wanted to make sure that we would be okay. Yeah. And again, I, I have a big bill to pay off by October yeah. and I got a cruise to pay off by August. So well, I'll pay them both off. Yeah, so you're going on another one, but like, that's the whole, the whole thing is, is right. Sometimes you're allowed to make those decisions because right. We're not fucking Dave Ramsey. No. We want you to enjoy your life, but do it in a financially responsible way right. without being too much of a financial responsible. Right. Again, I will never be the guy to tell you to stop drinking Starbucks if that's the thing that brings you the joy. If every day you wake up and you have a smile on your face because you're having this Starbucks, don't want you to stop ever. But I will tell you to look at your HBO, your Netflix, your Amazon, your Hulu, your this, your that, and say, hey, could, could we maybe cut back on one of those? Ooh, and, and people will be like, well, $12 a month, that's only 120 a year, or, you know, 144 a year. That's not going to pay my $8,000 credit bill. Nope, you're right. It's not. It's fucking not. But you know what it's going to do? Make sure that $8,000 doesn't become fucking 50. Yeah. Right? What it's going to do is going to start training you to make some smart, better decisions, right? When you go lease your next car, instead of having a $500 payment, because now you have a 400 but you're like, I have this extra, you might go to a $200 payment. So that way you're starting to pay down that debt. You're going to start making some smarter decisions. Mm -hmm. And again, me being the asshole, maybe by the end of this whole entire situation, by the end of it all, you take your 20 ounce venti latte caramel mocha macchiato and you're starting to buy 16 ounces because you're like, you know what? I just want to be out of debt. And then once you're finally out of debt, you go, I'm going to go to 24 ounces because I can afford it because I'm out of fucking debt. And now you're back to fucking drinking the big boy ones. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that. I'm not telling you to stop. I'm not telling you to do anything. All I'm telling you to do is if you have $2 that you saved on something, spend that fucking $2 paying your debt off. Every dime, pay it off. Like, I'm not, that's the whole thing that we talk about. If you're doing this, make, should I overpay my house or should I invest? Well, the problem is if you're going to invest, invest all of that. Mm -hmm. Make sure it's not, ooh, two bucks here, blah, blah, Nope. If your house payment's seven seventy six, and if you're gonna pay eight hundred, make sure you're investing that twenty four dollars, right? Boom, make it happen. You know what I bought this weekend? Something stupid. Stocking Anheuser Busch. Hey, uh, say so, yeah, we we went a little longer than we wanted to. That happens. But again, everybody that made it to the final, congrats, you made it. Um, please like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, tell your family. Um, we will be back live. I don't know if we'll be live next week. Wednesday. Wednesday next week. Oh yeah, we have somebody, don't we? Sure do. We do. Drew, right? Drew, the we have uh, Drew, yes. Young. Um, I will let you know what time because we have a ball game, but we should be done by five thirty, quarter to six. So we should be able to go up by like six thirty. Uh, yeah, I think he's he's a seven o'clock. Oh, the, perfect. Yep. Um, thank you guys for joining us. If you did make it to the end of this episode, it. I'm sorry it wasn't more uh, bucks related but you know sometimes we have to talk about our fucking mental health too because 
That way we don't want him to go jump off a building. Uh, so we will see you guys next week. We'll get this episode up pretty soon. I did not publish one the, two days ago like I should have, but it's sitting there waiting to go. Um, if you guys have show ideas, please let us know. And as Nick said, please like, subscribe, and share, and, and tell everybody about us. We will talk to you guys very soon. You've dialed in to Box and Brews. You might hear something you can use. Like tips on your cash or tips on the suds. You're going to want to use the smarts of these studs. Because they know the brews. And they know the box. And they know they can't help the stubborn fucks. So listen up, because shit's not funny. And save yourself some beer money. Bucks and Brews. Bucks and Brews. Bucks and Brews. Bucks and Brews.